You belong to me. Second grade citizens, prisoners, and activists. Sure as hell won't cost me any sleepless nights. Your anatomy fits perfectly. Fuck violations of human rights. Do not get the waste. Stuff inside it's useful. You can't go with the waste. Stuff inside it's useful. Do not get the waste. You can't go with the waste. It's harvest time. It's harvest time. Listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest this week is Juanjo Juanito. Um, his work is, well, you'll be familiar with uh, Black Sad uh, as well. He's got years of uh, doing Disney animation in uh, Europe as well as an early start for, was it Spanish X Men comics? Uh, actually, uh, hello. Yep. <laughs> actually, my contribution to Marvel was only uh, kind of a, around the dozen illustrations I did for the Spanish uh, edition, the Spanish uh, translation of uh, Marvel comics in the nineties. Okay. And uh, yes, one of one of those was a series of five uh, illustrations with uh, the original X Men. As well, we should mention your latest project, which we'll get quite into, is uh, currently doing a Kickstarter to do uh, a music video for the uh, rock band Freak Kitchen. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which you're very excited about. I am excited. I am exhausted, too, because it is, uh, it is very stressing to see, to, to, to see the, the money flowing in, but uh, not knowing if we're going to make it to the... To the final amount we need, and uh, well, it, in, in, uh, a cartoon production is very, very complicated, very complex, and uh, hard to deal with. Um, now, I kind of want to know a little bit about you as starting to get into drawing and kind of what your interests were in comics. You grew up in Spain, um, and just like the earliest comics work I look at of yours. Um, kind of remind me of a lot of um, 
and maybe it's because it was work you're doing for Marvel of like Art Adams and Michael Golden um, and I'm wondering if that was the kind of work you're reading or what kind <laughs> thank of thank you that's a good reference <laughs> <laughs> I'm very pleased to be compared to, to those uh, masters uh, well, I read uh, a lot of uh, different kinds of comics uh, when I was uh, when I was little. I lived in a in a little town, uh, but we had a public library where I got familiar with Asterix and Tintin, uh, and uh, I bought more cheaper cheaper Spanish um, uh, comics for kids. And uh, I, I was introduced by one friend, this one friend who had. Uh, uh, Spider-Man uh, comic books. It, it was like a third world edition. It was horrible. The printing was horrible and it was without color, black and white and uh, the pages were recomposed for some reason. It, it was like some very poor and uh, and, and yet very um, it's a thing uh, uh, it's, it, it's those years are like in uh, for for our for us uh, Spaniards, uh, Marvel Marvel fan. It it's like very wow. It's like a childhood thing. Those very lousy books, <laughs> these mm-hmm. very bad editions and very bad printing. That they remind us so much of our childhood and of, of our discovery of uh, of superheroes. And uh, and I remember those Spider-Man episodes. I think uh, the the saga uh, they were publishing at that time was uh, Gil Kane, and I was oh my God, what is this character? Uh, it, it is so fantastic. And um, and a little later, I started discovering more uh, adult comic books, uh, European comic books. You know, Mebius and all that um, all that met Metalurgon. Uh, generation, mm-hmm. the Spanish uh, adult uh, comic author, comic uh, you know, in the independent uh, comic too. Uh, it's been I've been nourished by a lot of uh, different schools. Was that El Vibora? Is that the Spanish comics magazine? Uh, it was uh, no, it was uh, Vertice, Vertice, Vertex. Oh, okay. <laughs> It was Vertice editions. It's very, very old. I'm talking this. I'm talking early seventies. Now, were you um, always interested, as like a teenager, to go and become uh, a comic artist, a cartoonist? Um, was that direction you wanted to go into? Yes, since I was very, very little. My oldest remembrance. Uh, of my whole life, it uh, I am four years old and I am already drawing. So I, I guess I, was, I don't know if I was uh, <laughs> destined to do this, but uh, but I always wanted to do this. I I knew that that was the thing I wanted. I wanted to do comics or animation or illustration, even painting. I don't know. I didn't know. I well, I was I wasn't sure. I, I, all, all I knew at that time it I wanted to be Walt Disney, but it was. <laughs> The place was already taken. <laughs> the man already existed and had died. And, but I wanted to 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 be as as big as was as Walt Disney had been, at least. A lot of ambition. <laughs> now you went to art school for painting. Um, was that because that was like the only real option for you, um, for drawing, or do you specifically want to learn 
um, skills in painting. I did want to learn to paint, but uh, uh, but at the time it was like mm, the options for me were a little simple. Uh, by the time I thought I needed to go to the to college, I really needed to go to college, and I had to have a diploma. And uh, well, today I realized that it was fine, but I, it was useless. Um, later on, well, you totally, of course, I've learned uh, uh, different uh, things, and learned to do etching. I learned to do paint my own canvases. Uh, it was uh, rich, but uh, not really the best option for somebody who wanted to draw. Uh, uh, fine arts school in Europe are more orientated to, to um, act, uh, I mean, contemporary art mm -hmm. more than traditional painting or uh, drawing and illustration. For that, you you need to 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 go to a to to a school to a more special specialized specialized school it's more uh, conceptual i presume yes conceptual art and all that uh, stuff it's not really uh, interesting when it takes uh, uh, many many hours of uh, of your uh, of your courses uh, you say well this is not what i want to do not <laughs> what i'm interested in so, so I'd better go to another small private school and keep uh, drawing academy drawings with um, with live nude uh, models or I don't know something else, something more really useful for the thing I wanted I wanted to do. I don't say it is bad, it, it, not at all. It's just different. It's just another another interest. I was reading your notes in the back of the, I think it was the Silent Hell, um, Black Sad book, mm -hmm. and um, you talked a lot about the approach to what you were drawing, um, and the light and the shadows and the composition. I'm wondering, were any of those components you'd picked up at that point, or was that kind of more associated to the animation um, background? Yes, yes, definitely. I learned more about the 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 the, the, the trade I wanted to do in, by by doing it. I, I learned much more about drawing, painting, lighting, and composition and perspective outside the school than in the school. Actually, uh, I learned very interesting stuff in in school, but uh, but I mean nobody <laughs> explained how to explain it to me. Uh, before uh, uh, the, the importance of va of balance between light, shadow, warm colors and cold and uh, cold colors, than Joaquin Royo, who's a friend and a, uh, and a background painter at Disney, and uh, well, I mean, in ten minutes, I learned more from him than in five years of uh, <laughs> 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 of painting classes. So you need to. It's, 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 it's a matter of adequation. It needs you need the teachers and the the, the the masters you want to learn from. You need to to play that adequation to the to your precise uh, 
the precise style, the precise uh, way of painting you are, the painting and drawing and, and working you you are interested in. Now, when you worked for Marvel, um, was that pretty soon out of school, or did you kind of have to work your way up to that? Uh, I wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't even pretend to have worked for for Marvel. I, it was just a. Uh, I was very young. I was uh, not even out of uh, college, and uh, uh, or freshly out of out of college, and I was uh, it was I was a beginner in the in, in the cartoon business and in the comic business. So so well, those are those drawings, uh, those, all those works. Are uh, I would consider almost uh, in the really in the in the frontier in the in, in the limit of uh, my uh, uh, works of youth <laughs> and my professional work. They the, the the change that made me started to be a professional happened uh, by the time I was doing those those drawings and in in some of those drawings actually was it so it was a big learning curve while doing them yes 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 definitely definitely was it that you just kind of know like finding out how much work has to go in to these it pieces was most mostly it's because i i learned uh, a lot doing them and I, for some reason, maybe because I was getting out of of college and uh, and aiming at some uh, professional career that that I and maybe reaching up maturity also by by age I was uh, over twenty now and uh, I was twenty twenty two twenty three and uh, it was maybe the right age also to to. Um, to start uh, implementing the, the, the stuff I had learned before uh, in those in those drawings. Mm -hmm. Did you work with like um, an <coughs> art director for whoever was packaging up that stuff um, that kind of helped you? No, not really. I was kind <laughs> of on my, I was kind of on, on my own. The I mean, the Spanish editor were very nice with me, and uh, and but I was a I was a kid. I was a kid. Yeah. So so I was uh, treated as a very talented kid, but uh, but well, it, it, uh, that's why I I insist uh, I don't consider those uh, uh, like professional works. Uh, it was uh, I was almost not paid for them. Uh, it was uh, really just some <laughs> some uh, how do you call it petty cash. <laughs> but uh, but uh, well, we had to. It was uh, it was uh, very exciting to be published uh, at least. Now, did you do any other comic work at that point before going into working for Disney? No, not not really. Not not. Uh, not professionally, of course. I've been not drawn comics all my adolescence, and uh, uh, but uh, at that point, I precisely I uh, I decided to reorientate myself towards anima an animation career. So so no, I don't have other other comic uh, worth consider con uh, worth considering. 
uh, up till Black Sun. It's because the the storytelling in Black Sun, I mean, it's such a... Um, for me, is like cartoons, you're starting at like 60 miles an hour. That <laughs> book. Do, you, do you know what I mean by saying that? Like, it's just like there's no um, tryouts. It's just, it's fully realized work. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, I guess. Uh, well, I don't know. I've, I've drawn comics uh, all my youth, and I've been familiar. I've studied comics all my life. And, uh, well, uh, simply, they, 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 they were in my mind, and probably by the time I decided to, to, to throw myself in, in this uh, very ambitious Black Sabbath project, I had reached some, uh, some kind of maturity, too. Now, let's, let's talk about your time at Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, what were some of the main things you did, the, like character design, storyboarding? At the beginning, I started and I was hired as a layout artist, and uh, spent uh, three three projects uh, at the layout department. I started with uh, uh, the Goofy movie, and then Mickey's uh, Runaway Brain, and then Hunchback of Notre Dame. After Hunchback, I I asked for a training on animation because character animation was the thing I wanted to to do. And uh, I was trained, uh, and I was very lucky to 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 participate on the production of uh, Hercules at the same time. And I was working on the character of Hades under supervision of uh, Sergio Pablos and uh, and, uh, and Nick Ranieri himself, who was the supervisor of uh, of Hades. And I learned a lot, and and then well, I. I animated another characters in on Tarzan on on Atlantis, and uh, overall, well, Disney ha- has been a marvelous experience for me, and working with uh, amazing professionals and and learning every day, learning from the colleagues, learning from the masters, learning from uh, incredible professionals. You you don't you all just uh, working is right next to yours, which is uh, a privilege. Now, you met your Blackside collaborator while there, right? Uh, no, not at Disney. Oh, okay. before, a little before, in, in another animation studio in Madrid, because I, as I work in Madrid in a couple of, of uh, smaller animation studios for three years, and uh, that's where I met Juan Diaz. Okay. Did you kind of um, knowing each other for so long, um, how did that relationship develop into like working mm. on a project together? Well, um, uh, that the, the the small team that was formed at, a, at that point in the, in that uh, small Madrid uh, animation studio was uh, uh, we were very young and uh, and we became uh, very close friends uh, all of us. Uh, very quickly, and with Juan, I had a, a special connection because uh, we loved comics and we were passionate by comics. So, and uh, we were very young. Uh, he was uh, he wasn't even twenty. I was twenty three, and uh, and we were very excited about working on on animation and uh, and. Uh, 
uh, but wanted to do to 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 do some um, something in in comics too and uh, and and decided maybe <laughs> decided that we should do something together because he's a, he's an artist too but I saw in him a very a natural uh, ability for writing and uh, he was a natural that, yeah. that uh, it, it was clear so and and, and uh, a little later he showed me some uh, short stories black and white he'd done in comics uh, uh, with the character of Black Sad already and uh, and I loved it and I just uh, I just I was just jealous because I I wanted <laughs> I, I would have wanted to have that idea myself I would have wanted to create that character myself so I stole it from him <laughs> it was quicker <laughs> yeah, later on I, I told him well we want not Black Sad he said why do you want to draw blacks? And I say, I dream of drawing blacks. You can't imagine how much I love that character, and I, I'm just eager to to, to pose in it. Um, sorry, just a second ago, it cut out um, while okay. you were saying something. Um, just like the the mic got hit or something. Oh. Um, you're saying you're eager to draw blacks? Ah, uh, yeah. I was eager. I, I was eager to draw blacks, and then I told him, and uh, and well, um, I really, I, I oh, sorry, <laughs> let's do that again. I was eager to draw blacks, and I thought it, uh, that it was the character I needed to to draw. Everything was there. That animal. I love drawing animals. Love drawing. Uh, this kind of uh, noir story. I thought that it was a perfect combination. Were there any um, funny animal cartoonists, uh, illustrators that you had been particularly big fan of? Many, many. Of course, Karl Barks, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, several European uh, artists, too. And uh, Richard Scarry, <laughs> which I love. Uh, which I used to love when I was uh, a child, and I still love. Uh, well, many, many other, all the Disney cartoons, of course, uh, in animation. Uh, I don't know, I don't know, so many influences. <laughs> um, when you started work on, on Black's Head, um, Juan Diaz originally ha had it planned as, as, a, like, as a cat. Um, that was part of his original intent with the character. Totally, totally. It was a black. It was a black cat. It was supposed to be a black cat, and uh, and that w that's what made uh, the character so appealing to me because I wanted to redraw that cat in my in my way because Juan had drawn it in in a in a way maybe not enough feline to me and. I wanted to to make him very feline and very attractive and appealing and um, strong and uh, and uh, hard boiled, all the all those features that go with the with the hard boiled detective. It was really ambitious. Um, yeah, you start out doing really well, rent amazingly rendered uh, watercolor 
paintings? Um, and kind of what was the choice to really jump in head first like that? Yes, I was uh, very ambitious, very ambitious from the from the very beginning, and uh, it would have made sense to do that comic in black and white, since it was a noir story. Uh, but uh, but I wanted to to do to do it in color in watercolor. I wanted to practice uh, watercolor and and give it a kind of gray um, atmosphere, gray palette, and uh, and try to uh, with the gray, with the gray and the, with the with the very limited range of colors uh, to give some uh, reference to that to that black and white spirit. That kind of dull muted um tones to it yes yes very uh, like uh, not soft or something not the word but well with uh, almost uh, never with bright colors all the time very very gray and very, a lot of shades a lot of uh, uh, all the um, the shades are very subtle and uh, well later in the series we started to to put some uh, more bright colors into it to to, to represent the light uh, and uh, the day and, uh, and the spirit of other places like in New Orleans. And the next book that comes out in English, uh, Amarillo, um, mm -hmm. that's very bright, very... Oh, you pronounce it well, Amarillo. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> it's Amarillo, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> um... But I guess it kind of reflects that story. Um, totally. The brightness of it. One of the things I was thinking about with that is how um, it seems really important uh, for you and Juan Diaz to really, each book is very different. Um, there's not like, okay, here's a black sad book in dark New York. Um, they're all very different. Um, tell me about the that importance of um, really stretching out. Well, we our main concern is to do to 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 do good books and to tell good stories. To do our job our best our best possible, and uh, and then let evolve our character the way he. The way he feels, <laughs> we could, we could say, um, the the, this, the 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 evolution of uh, of Black's stories and the fact that they are going towards a brighter uh, color palette and uh, to more movement instead of staying in the in, in the city. He's traveled and then he travels more and now he's uh, in a in a in an actual road road movie <laughs> in, <laughs> in comics it's a it's all become naturally it's all uh, it's all uh, being being natural be, be uh, not on purpose I would uh, I would say it's uh, uh, the stories uh, have come to us uh, this way and and that's all at some point we, we want variety in, in stories we want we want to confront the character to different problems, to different situations, and at some point, Juan wanted the, a story happening in the in the jazz musicians' environment, 
and uh, New Orleans seemed a very interesting place to to uh, to have the story happening in, and uh, I was reluctant to it because uh, that would mean more uh, uh, documentation. Have to go a lot of uh, and seek for a lot of reference. And I actually went to New Orleans, and it was fantastic. <laughs> it was an unforgettable trip, and uh, and uh, and. And I'm very happy because uh, because uh, the, the city I I depict in the in, in the book uh, I guess it's uh, I think it it's fair to say that it really looks like the New Orleans in the fifties. Now, do, when you're you go to New Orleans, um, do you do a lot of sketching? Do you just like stop and like draw a building, uh, relying a lot on photography, or is it yes? Just more photography 1300 photos <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and some sketching too but especially I was there for a very short for a very short period of time so I I just uh, tried to leave the city and to and to hear the music and to enjoy the the fantastic place that New Orleans is was it during Mardi Gras or just? Uh... Was almost at Mardi Gras. It was right before Mardi Gras. But I I got to see one uh, one parade. Very very funny. Very politically incorrect. <laughs> of the Creme du Vieux, uh, which is uh, oh my God, <laughs> am I in America? What is this? Very very politically incorrect, and uh, but very very funny. And well, I I did some sketching too in in some uh, jazz uh, jazz shows, and it was delightful, really delightful. Um, now, taking those photos to the painting stage, um, is there anything you do to kind of keep yourself from being too photo based in your drawing? <laughs> Well, the pictures were more like a reference, more than than actually uh, material to reproduce. Uh, uh, more than I, I, I didn't uh, uh, a drawing after a or a, a panel after a picture. I was more taking pictures of details of uh, houses of old buildings. Preferably, mm-hmm. I almost didn't take pictures of new buildings. I was interested more in what what New Orleans was at the time our story happened, and uh, I was very interested in the in the streetcars, in the small places, in the bars and joints, and and uh, and jazz clubs. And uh, and the light, and also the light. Light is very special in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And that's something I guess that's probably the most challenging to capture when you're painting. Yes, it's uh, it's quite difficult because uh, uh, New Orleans also is very colorful, mm-hmm. and uh, we are telling a story in New Orleans during the Mardi Gras, so it, it has a lot of color in it. And uh, bright, in, it's, uh, for me, it was difficult to, to uh, combine bright colors and, uh, and very intense daylight. Eventually, I, I got 
I got through the the problem and and I kind of uh, elaborated a technique to, to to represent that, and I'm quite happy with the the, the result. But uh, well, it's, it's not easy. One of the things I was looking at in your in the back of Santa's hell um, is how you would start with um, like a light layer, and then you would make it darker and darker. Uh, well, it's uh, it's usually the watercolor technique. Okay. Because in the in watercolor, you use you don't use white, you don't mix colors with white, or mm, to to bring light to enli- to enlighten them. You don't uh, you use the white of the paper. So all the light and all the clarity and all the all the lightness of the of the colors comes from transparency. It's the paper. It's a white paper. Okay. Uh, bring. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, bringing bringing the the, um, the the light to to your to your colors and to your tones through transparency. Now, when you're um, creating. You know the the characters drawing the characters. Um, how much direction are you getting from Juan as far as like what kind of animals these characters are? Um, yeah, the characters are all described in the in in the script, and uh, uh, every time a new character is introduced, Juan puts a note: "This guy is an elephant. <laughs> this guy <laughs> is a." It's a goat. This guy is uh, a dog or a crocodile. So, and most often I agree with the, with his choice, but uh, sometimes I want to intervene in the casting too, and uh, suggest make suggestions of uh, all the different uh, characters that I feel like drawing or that I think they would be more uh, appropriate or just funny to draw. For that, for that particular character. It's interesting how the animals are kind of a reflection of who the characters are. Like it's, of course, it's, it's their a, personality it's a, traits. Yeah, it's a fa- it's the fable logic. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's the same technique as in the fable. That's a, that's what we are doing—a mix of fable and and noir stories. Um. Now, how much? Um, because one thing I think you talked a little bit about using uh, Photoshop um, is that a factor very much of a factor in your kind of ultimate process of getting it all together um, uh, actu- uh, actually for the albums for the for the books I don't use Photoshop at all okay uh, the, they are the, the the pages as they are reproduced they are exactly as the originals we uh, well maybe once in a while we we can correct some uh, misspelling in some uh, i don't know some advertising some wall or uh, some small uh, small corrections that i couldn't that i couldn't uh, m- make in with the gouache because us- usually what i do when i when i do a mistake and i want to when i want to have a, a retake on on something i do it in gouache which is opaque so it mm-hmm. goes uh, over the uh, 
the the watercolor. But it's it, it is uh, it is difficult, and the result is not always very good. So uh, so well, I try to not to <laughs> not to leave uh, much room to, for for error. Uh, I try to to go smoothly and uh, step by step and not uh, mess up. But yet, when the and once in a while it needs a small correction. But otherwise, Photoshop I use it. I use it a while for some some drawings I've done totally in Photoshop. And uh, and but I th there's this um, this uh, comic series I do in France, which is called Sorcery, that I'd like to have published in English, but it's very gonna be difficult it's a serious more for kids oh, okay and uh, it's very funny and it has a lot of references and it's, uh, it's very humorous and a lot of funny characters uh, and the first uh, the first uh, there's three three issues the first one I, I did the color on of Photoshop totally then the second and third were colored by by other colorists I didn't have I didn't really have the time to complete the colors on those uh, so I've uh, practiced uh, quite a lot of Photoshop, but uh, for black side I don't really use it. Uh, only for the color research. Sometimes I do a color sketch, a research for for a panel, um, and uh, and once in a while I, I I use Photoshop instead of watercolor because I well I do maybe a better color watercolor base, and then I scan it and and experiment, you know, like three or four um, different options of lighting or of shading or or uh, or color or coloring uh, with the, with the software do you have cuz you talked a little bit you want to see your other work um, available in America or North America or in English I'd say English cuz <laughs> I'm not in America um, <laughs> do you is is there because like it's only a couple of years ago that Dark Horse released Black Sad. Um, before that, iBooks. Um, do you have a mark of like as how as successful your work has been in in English readership um, compared to French and Spanish? Um, I, cu I couldn't say. I. I know uh, well uh, in in Spain and France it's really big. Mm -hmm. It's not become as big uh, in 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 North America as as it has in in France or or Spain. Yet it is quite uh, impressive uh, the fact that an European comic, an European graphic novel, made it to the North American market. Mm -hmm. So we are very happy with that. We are incredibly happy with the fact that we we got so far three Eisners for the with the with the series which is amazing and uh, and uh, the public seemed to respond very well and, uh, and well the printing goes on and and uh, first book uh, has been reprinted second one also if I if I remember well so and uh, Dark Horse uh, is very happy with that with the uh, I mean, the place that Black Sad has found in the in the American market, so everyone's happy. It was really interesting that they uh, put in so much process work into that last book. 
And yes, it, it was because uh, the, the story, they, they didn't want to wait to have uh, one or two more stories to add in the volume. Mm -hmm. So uh, actually the, um, they added the, the, that section with the, with the watercolor research explanation uh, to complete a thicker book uh, which is very nice. I I, I think it's a, it's a very complete and, and beautiful book. Had you approached your work in the same way before, like analyzing what you had done and gotten so descriptive? Yes, I've, I'm kind of mental that way. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, how much work you put into a page just staging it, um, like figuring out how these characters interact... Um, and just like how many versions of those drawings you would do? A lot, a lot. Because I no, because I'm. Uh, I got that from animation. Animation, you do a sketch, uh, uh, and I mean a useful, uh, full intentional sketch in ten seconds, mm -hmm. and then throw it away or put another on top and redo it. Because you do sketches and you do a lot of sketching and and very and very quick because you get the ideas of the drawing and the the intentions of the drawing the force you want you want to the strength you want to put in in the drawing and the expression and the the life in it uh, you you throw it on the paper in, in in seconds and you know if it's okay or if it's not and and, and then you keep sketching a lot and I do that with comics too. Uh, instead of uh, instead of um, doing, I mean, a preliminary study on on a panel or or a page, and uh, and spending hours in it, I never do that. I, I I do it in seconds, and I see if it's okay or not, and and then I and then I go over and over. Uh, so instead of one of uh, one study very elaborate, I have uh, dozens. Or hundreds of yeah. studies, very quick, uh, very sketchy, and very, uh, very fast, very quick, very uh, uh, expressive. Uh, I mean, I mean, expressive enough for me to know if they are okay, if he, if if that's the way I want to go, or not. And and on top of that, on top of those, I do other and another and another one. And that's also using. Um the watercolor to kind of get a rough idea of how those colors would interact? Well, that's different because uh, okay. I'm not a born colorist. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not a good painter at all. I, I, don't, I don't see color instinctively. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's more like a, a, um, it's labor. For me, color, it's fascinating and I love it. But it's labor. It's something I, I have to, I have to develop, and I have to, to set very carefully, um, before I, before I get to get down to the page because I don't, I cannot mess with the with the page. The page is inked already, so I don't want to mess. I don't want to like uh, fail with my colors and uh, and then be desperate because I'm gonna have to ink it again all over. So what I do is a lot of small watercolor research, and uh, in order to know exactly where I'm going, what's the lighting I I want to I want to accomplish, what is the colors, the exact exact range of colors 
that I, that I want to use. And uh, sometimes I put notes aside so where I'm, it, this color is obtained by mixing this one and this one and this one. And, uh, or, or by transparency, first a layer of this color and then another layer of this color. Because I want exactly to, uh, to I need, it's not that I want, it's that I need to follow exactly the, the, my color sketch when the color sketch is uh, successful. It's a kind of chemistry. It's a, it's a, it's a methodol, meth, <laughs> methodic. <laughs> um, now, we should talk about your project you're working on right now, um, which is the Kickstarter for the Freak Kitchen music yes. video you're working on. Now, is this your first time directing a video? Yes, totally. <laughs> yes, I am very... I'm kind of... Uh, Kind of afraid and shaky <laughs> about it. Uh, but you're excited. Totally, totally. Yes, it is very exciting. At the same time, it's a, a lot of work and uh, a lot of dealing with um, with many people, uh, several teams, and, and uh, a lot of techniques. I don't know. I'm a dinosaur in animation. You know, last time I did animation, it was uh, I was still working on paper, and now I. On, on one hand, in one hand, I have to get used to the to the new softwares, even if I still uh, I am working on 2D on traditional animation. But well, now I'm I am uh, I am uh, drawing directly in the in, in the into the computer. I'm drawing in my Cintiq, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and also a lot of uh, different techniques of uh, all the. All the 3D process, the compositing, and a lot of things that I don't that I don't know, and that I might have known some uh, ten years ago, but that now are totally obsolete, and I I need to know a lot of I need to learn uh, every day a lot of uh, a lot of things about the way the way that the uh, cartoons are cartoons are done now are made uh, at this uh, at this time. Now, why was this project um, one you wanted to jump into? Like, what excited you about doing this video? Well, I'm very excited because uh, it is my personal project, and I'm and mainly I I'm doing it because of that because I wanted to animate again, and I wanted to animate something uh, characters on a project that it was mine, uh, even if uh, as is the case. Uh, the characters are inspired by real people, by this uh, amazing band, which uh, is called Free Kitchen. Uh, and uh, they are Swedish, and they are amazing, crazy Vikings with uh, uh, an incredible sense of humor. And uh, with the fantastic music uh, themselves, they, they, they don't like to be, to be just um, called like a, a heavy metal band, because it's not not really do it would be like very sim- sim- simplistic to to uh, to qualify them as a as a heavy metal band it's it's not that their music is has jazz and pop and uh, and uh, world music influences and it's so rich and i mean and the, and the words are so great it's like a trashy and and uh, uh, at some point, I say that it's uh, a trashy version of uh, uh, of the um, 
the the the, the amazing lyrics in the in the great American songbook because those lyricists were were just so amazing. I mean, Gershwin or uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm losing my. <laughs> I'm losing my names right now. Uh, Johnny Mercer, okay. all those all those guys, uh, they were incredible writers. And uh, and uh, the, the the words in the in the in free kitchen music is uh, there's the irony in it. I mean, it's trashy and it's uh, and sometimes uh, you know it's uh, it's uh, need to be adver- <laughs> advertising. No, advertising. How do you say? Uh, warning. Uh, Warning for parents, uh, parental, parental, I don't know what. <laughs> and uh, adversary, well, I, that's it. Uh, but, uh, and yet it's so, the, the humor and the irony in it is so, so, so good, so good, so well done. Um, but what was the decision to do a cartoon or like an animated video? Um, it's one thing to be like a huge fan, but then it's another to do a pretty big project like this mm-hmm. where you're hiring on so many people um, to do it. I know, I know, but uh, I, um, the idea of, uh, of a music video seemed, seemed natural after, after a while of, uh, of, uh, of uh, considering what to do, wondering what to do if I wanted to do my own, my own cartoon, my own animation short movie. And, uh, and music seemed like, uh, music video seemed like seemed like a good idea and uh, well I've, I had considered several possibilities but uh, Frick Kitchen was actually my first choice and uh, and I got it as soon as I contacted them uh, it, it was uh, it was uh, uh, the contact was great and uh, well I didn't tell them about <laughs> about the video right away because they would they would have thought that I was crazy. We started knowing each other and they proposed me to do the the cover for their for their uh, next album, Cooking with Pagans. <laughs> and uh and it was uh it was so good and Matthias uh, the singer and guitarist was so excited about about that uh, that illustration. Then when I finished then I proposed and I said, Well now you know I am serious. I'm some reliable guy, not just some cr- guy <laughs> that, that, uh, that sent you a mail one day and, and now it's just going nuts and being unreasonable. Well, I can be unreasonable. I can be a little crazy. And I'm, I am actually a little crazy proposing you this. But, but you know, I, I, I really want to do it. And uh, he was amazed. He was puzzled and said, but this is a very difficult thing to do. Are you, sh- are you sure? I said, yes, I am. Yes, I am sure. I've been thinking about that for five years now. <laughs> Well, I wish you I wish you luck on the project. Um, there'll Thank still you be, much. I'll be posting this on the nineteenth, so there'll still be another week for folks to check it out, um, and I'll have a link, a, a link with the podcast, um, for folks to go to it. Great. Um, now, are you doing any um, signings in North America at all in the next year or so? Or yes, we are. I am um, I'm willing to go to the to San Diego Comic Con and uh, and I would love to have the the world premiere of the <laughs> of the video uh, in the in the uh, Comic Con. Mm-hmm. 
and then later probably I'll go to New York Comic Con, but I, I'm not totally sure. I'm not 100% sure. And then CTN Animation Expo in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. No, in November, yes. Nice. Well, thank you, Juancho, for uh, taking the time um, to talk to me today. Uh, reminder, folks. Thank you, Ramen. To Juano uh, Guanido um, and his book, uh, collaborating with uh, Juan Diaz Canales, uh, very popular, very excellent Black Sad, as well as you can check out his Freak Kitchen Kickstarter uh, with a very charming video. Um, thank you so much. Thank you.